Hi, and welcome to The Boobie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls to get access to all of our bonus content, uh, like our Booby Serials, which we're wrap- wrapping up Bridgerton series. Um, and then we're jumping right into season yeah, two. Obviously. Um, so, you know, if you want to listen in or read along and listen in, uh, just sign up for our Patreon. Uh, but this week on the podcast, we are covering Love and Gelato. Mm-hmm. I've titled this one. <laughs> butcher this Shay Diavolo which means what which is loosely translated from Italian to English as what the hell oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna learn I'm gonna have to learn how to spell that <laughs> for Fine, I'll teach you description okay uh all right so the book was originally published in 2016 it's written by Jenna Evans Welch it has a 4.1 out of 5 on Goodreads and it's 386 pages Oh, and the movie just came out in 2022, and it's a Netflix original. Um, which we know what that means. <laughs> right. Uh, which let me down a lot. Uh, spo- not spoiler, but we do have The Gray Man coming up in one of our new, or our you know upcoming weeks once it comes out on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I have really high hopes for it. I have but high Netflix, hopes for you. Netflix has not come through for me very often. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the one that will make, you know, make the... the- to the difference. I mean, maybe. Uh, so this movie is rated TV TV 14. It's a comedy drama romance. Um, I don't think I laughed once for that actual purpose. Right. I was going to um, say. And then it's an hour and 50 minutes long. And it's directed by Brandon, Brandon Camp, who hasn't directed a whole lot. But he also does a lot of writing. He wrote this movie as well. <laughs> I saw that he's currently writing or he wrote the announced movie for Chicken Soup for the Soul. Oh. Which... I feel like maybe that movie should have came out like in the 90s when people were actually reading those books. But I feel like they're really hamming up the whole like nostalgic value of these types of things. And I feel like me, like now me is like thinking like, oh, my God, I would totally watch that. I don't know (laughs) if I actually read like the first Chicken Soup for the Soul. I think I was like Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul. That's what I had. That's definitely. Did you ever have like the workbook? Were you? Oh, I did. Of course you did. (laughs) Uh, all right so the imdb synopsis reads lena makes a promise to her sick mother be about i'm not saying you're wrong i'm Uh, saying i'm i'm confused keep going all right well now i've lost my spot okay lena makes a promise to her sick mother that she'll spend the summer before college in rome where she falls for the city the people and the gelato are you saying it's wrong because of the mom thing yeah Oh, well, yes. Her, not, <laughs> not her sick mother, her dead mother. But when she was sick, she made the promise. <laughs> a couple of interesting facts I didn't find too much. Um, this is the first book in a series. Um, it's the Love and series mm-hmm. written all by the same author. Uh, the other two books are called Love and Luck and Love and Olives. Um, so Love and Luck came out in 2018 and then Love and Olives came out in 2020. Um, you know it's not a continuation though, right? What? Mm-hmm. I read because at the end of what? my... I know. I was actually really sad about it because I was ready to go out and buy the other two. I did go out and buy the other two. Well, I think it'll be fine. I think I will too because I actually really, really like this book because um, there was an excerpt of the... Uh, Love and Olives. Love yeah. and Olives. I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, it's about a girl who 
has like a distraught or a, a strange dad in it's a kind of like the same type. You're kidding. But it's, a diff- it's different characters and he's in Greece or something. Okay. Which drives me nuts because we'll get to it. But the ending of the movie was very open-ended mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. which I just assumed was because the book <laughs> was a continuation. Yeah. Well, that just blew my mind. I know. Well, and so I, I'm assuming since love and olives, that's in Greece. I'm assuming Love, love and, and luck is, luck is in Ireland. Yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> well. But part of me is like, thank God that we don't have to see another one of these movies. We might. But maybe a whole another set of characters. It's not oh, like a continuation of got this god-awful okay. movie. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I definitely want to. I Like I said, spoiler, I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. And I felt good after reading it. And I was like, oh, that was <laughs> it so. It is a feel-good book. It was so nice. Well, now that my whole world's been shattered. I know. I was going to um, text you, but I was like, it's going to be better to get it on. I guess I should have done my research, but anyway. Um, so uh, look, I didn't even just read the prologue; I read the excerpt for the is next book. So unlike you, I know. But clearly, a testament to the fact that you like this book. You yeah. kept want you, you wanted to keep reading. Kept on going. Um, anyway, back to uh, interesting <laughs> facts. Uh, so Evans Welch, the author, um, also has another book coming out this year, not in this series, mm-hmm. um, called Spells for Lost Things. Um, this one actually is her first book set in the United States, which is oh, different for what's her, it called? obviously. Uh, spells for lost things so i didn't read the excerpt or anything to find out what it is um so and then uh her dad is actually also an author um Mm -hmm. richard paul evans uh i didn't recognize a lot of his Mm -hmm. um work but i will say you you'll enjoy this he does write a lot of christmas books (sighs) so i think mama you know Mama Hannah <laughs> would, would enjoy would enjoy ah, those books. That's so lovely. Um, and then, last but not least, uh, so the inspiration for this book and then probably the series. Um, her and her family moved to Florence, Italy, when she was fifteen and lived oh. there for two years. So she has firsthand experience of. I felt that. Living I felt like this Italy. person. I was like, whoever's writing this has definitely spent some time in Italy. It's interesting you say that because as I was looking for Karen reviews, there was yeah. one review that was like leave it to some American to write a book about Italy, not knowing anything about it. Or I was like, interesting. Cause like, I mean, two years is a short amount of time in the grand scheme of things, but you've learned a lot. I mean, I guess I appreciate it though, as obviously being American, like I like, it's easier for me to understand. And they put it in a way where I'm like, okay, that's how I would be seeing it. Yeah. Like it's, it's like someone, if someone comes to America, you know, from another country and they're like, Oh my God, they have like, you know, Mount Rushmore is so great. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's excited through their eyes. If it, it's an American who's doing it, they're like, yeah, it's a stupid mountain with faces on it. You know what I mean? Like you lose that like luster right. of whatever. Oh, the Grand Canyon is a big hole in the ground. <laughs> right. Actually, it's amazing. But anyways. Uh, anyway, those are my fun facts. All right. Uh, so no surprise here. Uh, this movie has a whopping 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, not is good. that our lowest? It's gotta be close yeah i mean granted it just came out but i can't i can't imagine it getting any higher than <laughs> right. that um the uh i didn't didn't have a budget or obviously box office for this because it's netflix um really not a whole lot of like fun facts about this movie um but it was actually filmed in tuscany oh that's which good. you know sometimes they can take which settings. is ironic because the majority of the movie is actually technically set in rome yeah so well I might be wrong. I feel like Tuscany is like a region. Oh, of that like because they talk about being like in Tuscany. Yeah, because they Roma. talk about being oh, okay. um, in Tuscany that and not being sense. Florence. Um, this also gave me a little bit of PTSD because when I was in college, uh, I thought I was going to be like really cool and. 
take Italian mm-hmm. when I should have just kept going with French after I took three years of it in high school and yeah. knew it. Right? You went from one hard one to another hard one. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> who knows what I was doing. But anyways, my teacher, I think, was actually from Florence and she was this little like spunky woman. And it was so it was one of those things. It was like it was so hard to learn Italian in America from an Italian. I sure. was like, what is happening? Right. Sure. And I got a D. And that was like a beginner's class. Yeah, it was awful. Oh, I wow. took five credits worth of it and got a D my very first semester in college. Oof. I cried almost every single day in this class because it was so hard because we talked about before. You either have the brain for another language or you don't. True. And I don't well and like having learned a separate language when you're young helps and i I know you only spoke english growing up so midwest english (laughs) i um i took the easy route and just um took farsi in college cheating that is (laughs) not true because i don't i didn't know how to read and write so i learned how to read and write (laughs) i just knew how to speak already (laughs) but i will say and i actually had an experience with a um fellow student in high school where he was hispanic but mm-hmm. he was taking spanish and it was so hard for him because when you are taught it it's very formal yeah, but true. when you speak it at home it's extremely you know casual yeah um, i had a similar situation where i wanted to s- talk slang in mm-hmm. my pharmacy class and my teacher would, would get mad at me and be like no 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 you can't Crazy. do that also another tangent of foreign languages you know boyfriend ray is navajo mm-hmm. and his grandma can speak navajo uh-huh. I don't know how anyone could learn that language. It that is like, well, I've heard it's really one of like hard. the hardest languages ever. Does to, anybody else in the family speak it? Can uh, they talk Ray's to her? My sister does a little bit, yeah. but not much. That's cool. Yeah. There actually is a version of Finding Nemo in Navajo though. You're kidding. Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. I haven't I'm, watched it, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> um, anyways. All right. So we'll just jump into the cast of the movie. Um, Lena Emerson is the main character of this film. It's the girl who, comes from America to go live in Italy played by uh, Susanna Skaggs. Uh, she'd been in a couple like short stints on a TV series, um, but this was her first film. Um, <laughs> the whole time I kept, she reminded me so much. I had to look up her name because I didn't know what her name is, um, but her name's Mar Margaret, Margaret or Margot uh, Qualley. I looked up her name and then I think I wrote it down. I think it was Margaret. She was um, pussycat in once upon a time in Hollywood She's like that that little hippie girl oh, okay. that goes after Brad Pitt's character, yeah. and then she was um, she starred in the Netflix series Made. Okay, um, that did crazy well. Okay, and she's a phenomenal actress. That's who she reminds you of. Yeah, I, but like the poor man's version of it. <laughs> I guess I just one I didn't love her acting. Two, I didn't love what they did with her character. Well, that's fa- that's fair. And I feel like she was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. I get it. She is like her character is a little kind of out there, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, eccentric. But I feel like she was trying to like play it up a little too much in the movie. And it was like I was like I, I kind of went yeah. all over the place. I guess my her. thing was when I was when I was reading about Lena in the book, like she was a little bit of an outcast, kind of nerdy, but not really. Like, she still had fret. Like, one, she's only, like, a junior in high school in the right. book. In in the movie, she's graduated and on her way to college. Right. Um, but she's, like, a very athletic runner. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of, like... That's true. It wasn't, like... A, like they didn't peg her as like a nerdy student who's super awkward and like, and like has no social life has and like no social life is like super uncoordinated. Yeah. Like that wasn't the character. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, in the, and in the book, I thought they did a beautiful job in the book of making her a grieving teenager. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there were so many times where she talked, she's just like, when am I going to stop crying? Yeah. Like you can tell it's like, you think you're doing okay. And then the next minute you're not. Well, and and like, it was like so relatable. How many times have we seen the like played out, you know, dorky girl who's mm-hmm. like, can't get her life in order and can't talk to mm-hmm. boy. Like I'm kind of over that. Yeah. And I do. I agree. I think her character in the book was really well developed. Yeah. In the movie. It's just very kind well, of surface. Level. And the whole like grieving of her mom, like wasn't in the movie at all. Like there was no point where it was just like, she was, you couldn't tell that that's what she was dealing with. Right. Where in the book, it's such a big well, and that's, thing. Well, that's the fault, again, of every situation where we don't get the inner dialogue of the character, mm-hmm. right? You get that in the yeah. book. You don't, you normally don't get it in the movie. Yeah. And unfortunately, that, that happened here, too. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. The next two characters I'm going to talk about are the quote-unquote love interests <laughs> from, <laughs> from the story. The first one is, in the movie, his name is Lorenzo Ferrara Zaza. <laughs> or something, right? Um, played by Tobia de Angelis. Um, he was in a TV series called Made in Italy and huh. a couple other TV series. Okay. You didn't like him? I hated him. <gasps> oh, wow. I hated him. And I hated again. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But, like, I just... That's not what I expected. Like, like I don't know. I, I think they went again let's give like let's pick this really dorky kid with like the frizzy curly <laughs> yeah. hair that like no that's girl. not lorenzo in the book no to like, me. like lorenzo's still kind of a cool kid yeah. like he has a lot of friends he's just like a little kind of a little different yeah. kind of has the shaggy hair like i don't know well and they give him a whole different kind of um kind of plot line in the book where yeah. he or excuse me in the movie where he is an aspiring chef, which mm-hmm. we don't have in the book. <laughs> right. Like he, they're again, they're all still in school. Right. They're not, you know, going to that next level of like, you yeah. know, higher education and things like that. So it's just very weird that like, again, kind of well, and all over the place. A little well, bit. and in the book, he's half American. Like his mom right. is American, so yeah. he's very much more relatable to uh, Lena, to Lena mm-hmm. because they have things in common, and his mom wants to talk to her, yeah. like. And I love the friendship that they built mm-hmm. in the book. Like they had such like a cool, like, you know, where they met, like a cool story about how, where they met and then kind of how that friendship evolved. Yeah. Like it was so like weird. In the the one thing that they did keep was his gap tooth. <laughs> Lorenzo in the movie does have a gap tooth. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I couldn't, I was so mad. I was so mad. Well, and in the book they call him Ren the whole Ren, time. Yep. And I don't yep. know. So thumbs down for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then moving on to the other love interest, um, Alessandro or Ale, as they call him in the movie, <laughs> um, is played by a kid named Sol Nani, who was also in that same TV series that the kid before was mm-hmm. in. Um, and then he was also in a Disney series. I, I believe it was an Italian Disney series okay. called Alex and co. Um, Interesting. So Alessandro is not in the book. So well, a variation of Alessandro is right. In the book. There's no, there's no one named Alessandro in the book. There is someone named Thomas in the book. Yes, who it's like they almost flip flopped it. So like, okay, I, I, okay. So in the book, they're heavily focused on Lorenzo and her relationship with him. She meets him yes, first, correct, and all, and he's very much in this movie a lot. Yeah, I feel like, and then she meets Thomas, and Thomas kind of pops up every yeah. now and then. I felt like in the movie, they introduce her first to, to Alessandro and then they go on a date and then they do this. Yeah. And then Lorenzo kind of pops up. Right. 
So You're I right. hated that. No, I get it. <laughs> well, and uh, Thomas in the book is British, not Italian. Quote unquote, quote British. unquote, <laughs> British. Um, and then another added like a uh, layer to all of this, like in the book, there's a group of these kids mm-hmm. who already know about Lena. Yeah. So the like premise is a little different too, in the sense that like she's coming to Italy, kind of already knowing who she's staying with, knowing like mm-hmm. what the situation is, and potentially might be staying there long term. Yeah. So she has been somewhat kind of already in like um, inducted into the school program, and yeah. these kids are already aware of this girl coming from us from the us Mm -hmm. so there's this tight-knit group of friends who always hang out whereas in the movie it's like it's just alessandro and lorenzo Mm -hmm. basically and they're not friends they don't like each other whereas in the book it's like they're they're cordial they're friendly they're not the best of friends but they still have that core group of friends which we get none of that in the movie So, so if you're keeping up, there's a lot of differences already. It's so, um, so we're going to try to be as helpful as possible I to know. get through book and movie. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to Francesca, who is her mom's old friend from school in the movie. Yeah. I guess I guess book and movie. Yeah. It's her mom's old friend from uh, when her mom spent time in Italy. Right. Uh, played by Valentina Lodovina. Uh, she's been in a ton of movies. I'm assuming they were all Italian movies, mm-hmm. but this entire cast, she probably had the most like credits to her okay. name or whatever. Um, I actually really liked her. I, I didn't mind. So they brought her into this movie a lot more yes. than what they did in the book. Correct. We, we hear about her through her mom's journal a lot, but we don't meet her and meet her very briefly in the book. And did they even meet? I think they talked on the they phone. Talked on the phone. Yeah. So in the movie, she's staying with Francesca. Correct. It's almost like she knows who she is, right. has like, been told all these things about her and luckily though i kind of liked her i liked her character i thought it was kind of cool and she was kind of like almost like this step-in mom for her well and i'll be honest like you tell me how you feel about it but like in the book she's going to stay with howard which we'll get into all of that Mm -hmm. to me her staying with francesca feels a little bit more realistic a little bit less creepy if you will because she doesn't know howard from adam she knows that you know he was her mom's friend yeah um and you know Mm -hmm. potential you know love interest but like i don't know taking getting like a 16 17 year old kid to go to like live with some random dude yeah versus francesca who's you know a female and like feels a little bit more realistic but in in the book though you got to remember francesca has not hadn't talked to lena's mom since she left italy Right. So it had been like 13 years. Right. And I get it. Like she knows that her mom felt comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to let her stay with Howard. It's just, I don't know. I felt a little weird. Yeah. Her staying with Howard versus Francesca. I don't know. Let's move on to Howard. (laughs) I loved Howard in the book so much. Such a sweet guy. So, so Howard in the movie is played by Owen McDonald, who is Irish. Mm -hmm. Um, He is not, and he actually plays, I mean, he uses his Irish accent in the movie. So we're, led to believe that he's Irish in um, uh, he's been in, you know, a bunch of TV series, nothing, nothing crazy. Like mm-hmm. killing Eve, I think was the only oh. thing I noticed. Oh, now I recognize I've never watched that, that series. That so. is a great show. I know. I want to watch, watch that show. Um, but anyway, so in the book, Howard is a six, five American right. <laughs> from like, like sticks Texas. Out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So <laughs> The, the whole time, I know he's not American, but the whole time I was envisioning, um, you know, the series Sex Education. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that the main character's mom ends up dating. 
Oh, you lost me. I don't know. I don't. Even, I'm not even picturing it, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, you gotta know. <laughs> is that from season one? Because I'm behind. I think so. It's. It ends up being. Um, oh, I do remember. Yeah, yep. it's his girlfriend's dad. Yeah, yep, yep, whatever. Yep. Like for some reason, that's why I just like kind of kept yep. picturing him or whatever. Um, but yeah. So I don't want to like give it too much away before we get talking to it. But they definitely switch Howard's character quite a bit in this movie. A lot of it. <laughs> and I love the thing that I hated. I I loved in the book is how like protective Howard mm-hmm. was of her from the very beginning. Right. Um, which makes him even that much greater when you find out how it ends. Um, the book is like, Howard's just like, or in the movie, Howard's like super awkward, not charming at all. Yeah. And like, well, and he kind of like tiptoes around Lena at mm-hmm. first, like, isn't sure how, how involved to be. Yeah. Whereas in the book, he steps in right from day one Mm -hmm. because again, she's staying with him and takes on that like fatherly role for her and is basically her tour guide, her, this, her, that like takes care of her. Yeah. Um, which I, I did. I really enjoyed that. He like gets her a nice room in the book. Yeah. This movie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, just had to add, uh, this character because, uh, we see, we hear about her in the book, but we actually just see her in the movie. Um, Addie, mm. really the shining star of this movie, truly, right? Truly. Um, Addie is Lena's best friend from America played by Angelica Washington. Uh, she's in the, um, WB series or sorry, WB. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, that was a blast flashback. <laughs> CW series, star girl. Um, and then she has also been in an episode of shameless and young Sheldon. So she's kind of been in the industry for mm. a while, but I, that was the one change that I actually loved is that they brought Lena to Italy, not Lena, sorry, Addie to Italy. Italy, And I just thought that I actually thought in the book that that was going to happen and then it didn't. Yeah. So it's funny that. And again, another situation I think last episode happened too. uh, Addie in the book is a blonde girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Addie in the movie is Mm African-American. Not that it makes any difference whatsoever, but another, you know, we've been talking about this consistently where they're, you know, dropping in mm-hmm. people of color yeah. for the sake of dropping in people right. of color. Did I love it? Absolutely. I thought she's, yeah. she was great in the role. But again, like Addie's character, it is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's I just interesting. Um, so yeah, so that rounded out the very lackluster cast of this movie. <laughs> do, uh, do you want to watch the movie yet? Is this just like know, making you really love this movie? It? <laughs> it, at the end of the day, I hope that you don't watch the movie and I hope you just read the book and you love the book. Well, don't bear, like, let's get to the <laughs> end first. Good God. Like, should we wrap up day. now? Yeah. <laughs> We're go done. Home. Time to go home. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time for who said it. Uh, your first quote is, for a second, I thought about telling him it was like being an island that I could be in a room full of people and still feel alone. An ocean of hurt trying to crash in on me from every direction. So that was Lena. Mm -hmm. And that was the exact example, not exact example, but a perfect example of what I was talking about and her explaining her grieving process. Yes, facts. (laughs) Like you knew I was going to say it. Well, yeah, you know, I I read your mind. (laughs) Uh, Next one reads, uh, or your next one is, tonight you will meet and fall in love with the hottest boy in all of Italy. Addie. (laughs) Yes. She was manifesting it for her. Uh, Next one is, I think it's safe to say I have finally found the place that feels right to me. That was her mom. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. Good job. Uh, Last but not least, people come to Italy for all sorts of reasons. But when they stay, it's for the same two things. Love and gelato. I think you're trying to trick me. Sonia? Yes. So Sonia is not a character we get in the movie, but we'll get into her character as well. Um, we're not doing F. Mary Kill because most of these kids are underage or That's technically true. supposed to be underage. Um, uh, we should also tell everyone that um, after we or while we were reading this book, we went and got gelato. Yeah. I think our post is going to be that, right? <laughs> so you'll see it on our Instagram. Yes. All right. 
bear with me here. So the movie opens up where we actually get the funeral of of Lena's mom. Mm-hmm. And they're in New York City, which that is not where they are in the book. They're actually in Seattle in the book. You're like, they better get that I right. Know. Like, come on. But for some reason, they move them from Seattle to New York. For Maybe whatever that's reason. it's closer to right. Italy. <laughs> but we actually don't get the funeral in in the movie or in sorry, the in the book yeah. at all. It actually kind of opens up with us finding out about our mom's yeah, so we get a prologue of an actual interaction between Lena and her mom while she's still alive. And she's just telling her stories about her time in Italy mm-hmm. and kind of talks about Howard specifically. She randomly brings him yeah. up. So which which brings me to my point, like at least she was kind of setting her up and mm-hmm. explaining who Howard is and kind of giving as much as she could away about yeah. her relationship with Howard. Yeah. Um, but that's how the book starts. And then we actually go right into her mom's already, you know, passed away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been the like six funeral, months or yeah, something. The funeral's already over and done with yeah um so we find out that in the movie they're claiming <laughs> in the movie they have it set up as lena and her mom had this post-graduation trip that they have had planned for years <laughs> and when her mom got sick her mom was like even though i'm not going to be able to go because they knew that she wasn't going to make it till then i still want you to go by yourself and it's to rome mm. that trip was not a thing in the book correct um another tidbit so they even make a point in the movie to say that basically lena does not have anybody um around her like mm-hmm. her you know her family's gone for the most part she does have a grandma who's alive in the mm-hmm. book and um, grandpa and grandpa too well yeah because she talks about how her mom her grandma wants to move into the old folks home because she can't take care of her grandpa anymore mm, that's right so. that's right yeah um <clears throat> which her grandma actually gives her a very important tidbit mm-hmm. that she thinks is correct <laughs> um in that howard is actually her dad yeah um which we don't get that right off the bat in the movie mm-hmm. um but so basically the way that the trip comes up is her she thinks that her mom wants her to go to italy to meet Howard, to spend time with him, and mm-hmm. then eventually potentially move. Because current state in the book, she's actually living with Addie and yeah. her family um, because she doesn't have any like guardian to take yeah. care of her. And let's remember, she's like 16 in the book, right. so she needs to live with somebody. Right. <laughs> she's not like graduated and all, you know about to go to college like she is yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So she's going to Italy under the pretense that, well, one, her mom just was like, you should go stay with my like nice friend Howard. Yeah. And then her mom dies. And then her grandma's like, oh, by the way, that Howard guy you're going to stay with is your, your dad. <laughs> and she's like, oh, crap. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway. So, yeah, like I said, you know, they do say in the movie that, you know, her grandparents are dead, which yeah. what a disservice to the grandparents. Right. <laughs> um, but now we're in Italy and we see that a woman picks her up and it ends up being her mom's old friend, Francesca, which I mentioned earlier is not in the book Mm -hmm. because she hasn't taught her mom. Hadn't talked to Francesca until she left Italy. Right. Um, and cause she had left Italy very abruptly. Um, which which she did. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so in the book though, so right when she gets there, she goes to Howard's house, right? Right. Which, okay. Howard's house. I'm putting it in air quotes. (laughs) Um, It's a house. It is a character all in of itself. In my opinion. So Howard lives in a cemetery. 
Um, he is the groundskeeper. Mem- sup- cemetery slash American Memorial. Memorial excuse me. Um, it, it, he is the superintendent slash groundskeeper slash basically takes care of the cemetery. He fell into that position a while back, has stayed there ever since. Um, like we said earlier, it's in Florence, not in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically just kind of, again comes to Howard and starts living with him. To your point, he set up a room for her. He's like, you know, this is it. The the thing I loved in the movie or in the book is how descriptive the yeah. author was about the cemetery, mm-hmm. about, you know, the 400 graves that are in the back, you know, backyard mm-hmm. or whatever and like she's this is already crazy and new and different for her. Yeah. Add to that the <laughs> fact that she's living in a cemetery. Yeah. It's like heightened everything mm-hmm. to the nth degree. Um, and then we also get a character by the name of Sonia who also works at the mm-hmm. cemetery who kind of comes into play as the story goes yeah. along. Um, but yeah, so in the movie, Francesca picks her up and then we like randomly get introduced to this man named Howard <laughs> who Lena doesn't really, like she kind of remembers her mom mentioning him, right. but like there's no setup of like, this is your dad. Right. Or, or like anyone important in your right. life. Right. Um, but anyways, he's like, let me take you to one of your mom's favorite spots. And I'm like, <laughs> so it like was just out, so weird. It was like blue. in these like random ruins and it was just very like weird, yeah. you know? And so, and then also we find out that, te- that uh, Howard is a teacher in Correct. the movie, he's which, yeah. yeah, which he's not, I mean, he, I think he was, he was like a teacher's assistant, like way back in the book. Before he gets a cemetery job. Yeah. yeah. So now he's a teacher, no cemetery. <laughs> so, but while she's in these ruins, this is where she meets Alessandro or Ale, as they call him. I hated that I nickname. I hated it. I'm just going to call him <laughs> Alessandro. Please, I let's can't. do that. Um, but like, she's wearing an MIT sweatshirt because in the movie, that's where she's going next year because she's a nerdy girl going to MIT novel <laughs> idea. Uh, and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to Harvard next year. I was like, Nope, there's no shot. There's no shot that you're in Italy for five minutes by yourself. And you randomly meet this good looking kid who happens to be going to the United States. Well, like, in his defense, he does say that he stopped her because he saw her MIT sweatshirt. So he knows she's at least somewhat American. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, none of that is in the book. Correct. She doesn't meet anybody right at that point. Correct. Yes. Well, and she can't meet Alessandro because Alessandro doesn't exist in the book. <laughs> and this thing is like, even if they like replace Thomas for him, that's not where she met Thomas right. in the book either. Anyways. So we find out that she is actually staying at Francesca's house, not Howard's. And it's like this beautiful, like dream apartment. I would in love Italy. to live there. Yeah, it was beautiful, right? I guess that's the one good part about it. <laughs> um and so at this point, once Lena kind of gets settled in, Francesca gives her this journal um from her from her mom. Um, that's not who she gets the journal from in the book. Correct. So Sonia, who I mentioned, who works at the cemetery, um, actually gives her the journal. The way that Sonia got it is that um Lena's mom actually mailed it to mm-hmm. the cemetery uh, to Howard. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I think, did she open it and decide it was supposed to be for Lena? Like, I forget yeah, how she decided not to give it to Howard, but basically she opens it and decides, okay, so Lena's coming. This must be for her mm-hmm. to read. So she hands it directly right. to Lena. So we also, in the book, they tell us that the very first page has something very important. In yes. It. I made the wrong decision. Right. Which is or choice. Choice. Like choice? Something like that. Yeah. But like, that's not mentioned at all in the right. movie. Well, and in the book, Lena thinks this book is for her. So she's mm-hmm. trying to understand what her mom was saying to her. Yeah. Not knowing that it's actually not 
not for her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then we get this random scene with Alessandro and his dad and him bugging him about tennis and internships. I'm like, why are we trying to get more into this character than it needs to be? Well, and like so just vapid and like just like the typical rich family who the dad just wants his son to follow in his footsteps. I was like, oh, how many times have we seen this? Awful, right? So anyways, he then like called... I think he calls her or something. Yeah. Like, find oh, oh, <laughs> he finds her phone number in the movie because uh, her friend Addie has set up a fake uh, Facebook page or Instagram, Instagram for yeah. her um, to, to get attention from people while she's there. And so he actually found her and then Addie gave her, him her phone number and he asked her to an opera fundraiser, <laughs> which I guess is kind of sort of supposed to replace this like random party that. Lorenzo ends up inviting her to. That's I don't how know. I took it, but who knows? So anyways, <laughs> they go to this fundraiser together and it's like this super fancy fundraiser or whatever. And so she has to like get dressed up or whatever, but she looks great mm-hmm. or kind of whatever. Um, <laughs> and she's like just super awkward, right? Like awkward as hell. And I'm like, again, like why do we have to do this? Like awkward girl gets super pretty, but still awkward. Hello, princess diaries. Yeah. No one's going to ever do it. And it's princess diaries. And she's all that. Like no one needs True. any more than that. So anyways, they like randomly like leave the opera to go play tag in. And I'm like, <laughs> so angry. It's just like this. None of this happens in the book. Like they try to make it seem so like, you know, phantasmical of like this girl just gets to Italy and now she's playing tag in the opera with this cute boy. Like Also like that was a little like anxiety inducing for me. Cause yeah. you know me, I like to follow rules right. and I'm like, bro, just get back in the venue. Right. Like, what are you because doing? Because then they get caught and his dad gets all pissed or whatever. And so as she's leaving, she ends up bumping into someone and that someone ends up being Lorenzo Correct. who was actually working as the, in the catering staff um, for this event. And she like, drops food everywhere or whatever. Right. That is not where she meets Lorenzo in the book. Correct. So as you mentioned, uh, she is an uh, avid reader, or excuse me, runner. So she runs all the time. So at one point, Sonia, I think, tells her, like, run behind the cemetery. There's a great, like, trail, mm-hmm. whatever. As she's running, she actually runs into Lorenzo mm-hmm. on one of her runs. Um, and then they just, like, start having a conversation. Mm -hmm. She learns that he's half American. Um, And then here is where he tells her like, oh, you're Lena. You're that girl that everybody keeps talking about that's supposed to be coming to school next year. Um, You know, he's actually a soccer player. He's Mm -hmm. very much into soccer, not into cooking. And as they're having a conversation, he actually just randomly invites her to his house. Um, And she's like, okay. Um, And we find out that he lives in this cute little gingerbread house, which is adorable. Like gingerbread house with like candy canes. I really, again... Loved the fact that the author was so descriptive with these mm-hmm. locations because it yeah. really makes you feel like you're there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then here is where she he invites her to some party, which we're thinking is the replacement for this opera um, event fundraiser, yeah. um, which she actually goes to. But it's a party for this girl named mm-hmm. Elena, who is one of the main core people in that yeah. group of friends. Um, and that's where she meets Thomas, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Alessandro. <laughs> Are you are you confused yet? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, and I and in this like, you know, there was such good like character development or or, I guess relationship development Mm -hmm. because when she first meets Lorenzo, 
like we get so much inner dialogue from her throughout this book that it's like she's not attracted to him right when she right. meets him she just thinks he's kind of like this kind of like weird kind yeah. of kid or whatever well and to your point earlier right he's half american in the book so she can mm-hmm. relate to him yeah. and she's like oh okay like you kind of understand what i'm kind right. of going through yeah exactly so anyways in the movie now that she has crap all over her dress he ends up offering um to r- take her home in her scooter or on his scooter but before he takes before he takes her home he stops at a secret bakery which is really cool love the concept there is a secret bakery in the book, but not in this way. <laughs> no. Uh, so, again, we're jumping all over the place between book and movie. But in the book, there is a secret uh, bakery that this person X, who we'll get mm-hmm. introduced to in her mom's diary, um, takes her mom when she's in Italy. Uh, and then while she's reading, while Lena's reading her diary, she's trying mm-hmm. to figure out who this X person is and trying to figure out if possibly it could be Howard. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to see if Howard knows where this secret bakery yeah. is. Spoiler alert, he doesn't know where it is. But they don't necessarily, like Lorenzo and her don't find it. He eventually yeah. finds it towards the end of the book. Right. But um, yeah, so her mom mom is the one that actually found this supposed secret bakery but also like i'm about i'm all about secret places Mm -hmm. i don't know about you and this one's not technically secret but if you've ever been inside um the cosmopolitan hotel in las vegas Mm -hmm. there's a hole in the wall pizza place on like the seventh floor which is delicious but like not everybody knows that so i like that little interesting (laughs) spot yeah no the secret bakery in italy is there's kind of a backstory to it i can't remember what it is but basically people buy pastries from these bakeries at like rock bottom prices or whatever and is technically illegal (laughs) so people are feeling like all like you know crazy suspicious while they're eating a freaking donut or whatever but this one's just a typical bakery like i don't think that happens in the movie right what where like they're buying it like super cheap i think just no but it is technically a secret bakery still this lady greta in the movie yeah i was like oh boy (laughs) yeah um so anyways though uh as so they end up having these like wonderful pastries that look delicious, whatever. They really do. They He ends up taking her home. And then once he gets there, Ale ends up showing up at the same time. <laughs> Alessandro shows up at the same time to drop her off. And then like Lorenzo and Alessandro have this like spat. And it's like clearly that they don't like each other. And in the book, they don't really have like any sort of volatile relationship. No, they're, like, they, they um, roll in the same crowd. They're just mm-hmm. not like really close. Right. Anyways. Lorenzo leaves and Alessandro ends up saying that he wants to take Lena out tomorrow to say thank you for or to apologize for what happened, you know, at the part or at the opera. And he's like, bring your bathing suit. And she's like, I don't want to be in a bathing suit. And he's like, I'll be the, the judge of that. And I'm like, or you don't have to be the judge if she looks in a good in a swimsuit or not. Or you're gross. Or like, it's not up to you to decide if she looks good in a bathing suit right. or not. But thank you anyways. Anyways, so she ends up going, she gets home that night and she starts reading her mom's journal and it jumps right into her talking about X and how, you know, she ends up, you know, finding this guy, but she can't write down who he is because he's like a professor at the school and he can get in trouble. Uh, the first journal entries I think we get in the mo- or in the book though are like her mom, like 
just leaving America. Yeah. And she actually um, talks about how she basically deferred going to nursing school mm-hmm. so she could take this trip to Italy. Yeah. And her parents were not happy about it. No, no, no. Um, and so, yeah, we the first like few entries we get is like her getting to Italy, mm-hmm. l- finding Francesca and becoming friends with her. So like we really get that full experience of what her mom actually went through when, right. during her time in Italy. In Italy. So now we go see Howard. <laughs> so now she's like randomly goes to see Howard and he gives her his mom, her mom's old camera, which Lena's like, my mom was a photographer. I had no idea. Not in the book. Everybody knows her mom is a photographer. She's in the well book. known too. She's well known. She's won awards. Like Lena can pick her mom's, you know, shots out in a freaking gallery, right. you know, like it's, I don't understand why it needed to be this like big surprise that her mom is a photographer and here's her old camera. Basically what I keep learning from this movie or I was learning from this movie is that like Lena doesn't know, didn't know her mom as well as she thought she knew. No, her mom. Which is kind of the theme a little bit in the, in the book as well, but not to like this extent, right. like in the book, like her and her mom were best friends. Like yeah. other than this little time in Italy that her mom spent, like that's the only part that she doesn't really know about yeah. her mom. Anyway, she ends up going to Alessandro's house and it's giant and ooh and ah and there's all these cars and they take a Ferrari out. Pick a car, any yeah, car. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> they end up going swimming and like jumping off a waterfall, which none of this is in the book. Mm-mm. And then they have this like heart to heart talk where he says he actually wants to be an architect. No one cares. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's more to this guy. No one cares. Anyways, so she tells him, like, you know, I've never really been with a guy because my mom has been sick all the time and I didn't have time to have boyfriends and this, that and the other. And then he's like, we can be together, like just just me and you. And I'm like, oh, like you literally met her 24 hours ago. Literally. And then he then she like kisses him, which not doesn't happen in the book. She doesn't even kiss. I mean, she does kiss Thomas eventually, but not like. In but, this, like, passionate way. Well, and, like, she's not the one that initiates that kiss in the book either. Right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of took this to, like, be their interpretation of, like, she's trying to put herself out there and do things she wouldn't normally do. But it just felt awkward. <laughs> it just, like, I just felt like it just cheapened the story so much. Because yeah. in the book, it's so much more about, like, her relationship with her mom and her dad. And, like, yes, there's Lorenzo who's there kind of along the way. But, like, her main goal in the book isn't to, like, find a man. Right. Where they jumped right into it of, like, this is the importance of this movie is her trying to find a boy. I will say that is one point for at least the fact that they aged her a little bit. Yeah. Because if she was 16 in the movie and doing all this, like, I get it. Like, romance, whatever. I just would have felt way even more awkward yeah. than it already does. So she ends up getting home after this like wonderful date and is so smitten. And so she calls Addie and Addie's like, oh, my God, like, let me like look at this guy more and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Well, Addie, the little Sherlock she is, and every good <laughs> friend should have one. Um, she finds out that he's actually currently on another date with another girl having a drink. Which, can we just talk about the stealth factor of this creep? Mm-hmm. So she looks at his profile, mm-hmm. doesn't see any posts or anything. I think in a story, he may have tagged um, a location or something yeah. or hashtag something. He hashtag something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like and, a picture of a drink or yeah. something. And she ha- lo- went to the hashtag mm-hmm. and found another girl <laughs> who had posted a photo yeah. of herself and Alessandro. Mad props there. If I could Addy. hand clap, I'd hand clap right now. <laughs> so good. Um, so anyways... Freaking 
Lena ends up running out of her room in her pajamas and makes this super cringy scene in the movie that clearly none of this happens in the book, but like, it was just so like, I literally looked down cause I couldn't, didn't want to watch this. Like it was so like one, like this isn't the character that like Lena in the book wouldn't have done this. And honestly, Lena in the movie wouldn't have done this. Like it was so weird. I didn't understand it whatsoever. She, she like storms into the restaurant and like basically is like, you told me it was just going to be me and you. This is literally like hours after they had right. just had that uh, date at the waterfall. And he's like trying to explain himself and she just like storms off. She's really good at just storming off when things get like weird. Well, it was just so weird. I'm like, no, like I don't even know people my age that would do that. Like, it would be a cold text or... Well, first of <laughs> like, all, I would not walk into a fancy restaurant in my pajamas. I can yeah. tell you that. So anyways, she ends up continuing continuing to read her mom's journal. Um, and she talks about how much she's so in love with X and all this stuff. And it, this was kind of funny, though. Like, as she's reading it, she's, like, being so cynical about love now because she's a scorn woman <laughs> or whatever. Um, but anyway, she ends up, like, going and, like, getting drunk by herself and then goes back to the secret bakery um, where Greta ends up, you know, giving her some food begrudgingly. The thing I think they're, that they really tried to harp on in the movie more so than in the book is like they really tried to mirror Lena's experiences to her mom's yeah. as she's reading the diary. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the book, she kind of falls into those same situations, yeah. goes to those similar places, but she's still writing her own kind of version of her story. Right. She's not basically walking in her mom's footsteps in like every sense of the, mm-hmm. you know, phrase. Yeah. Um, which I thought, you know, was a little like forced in the movie exactly well and then she keeps reading her mom's journal and now at this point x is no longer calling her mom back so like just like you said like now it's like now her mom's a scorned woman in this or whatever so which again it was so like irritating because it was like even the journal entries that we got you know in the movie are just about men and love and like there were so many other things like towards the end yeah it was most about like the men but there was so much other stuff in that journal too um so now she ends up, uh, she goes back to the ruins and, and Howard actually finds her there. And she asks if she know if he knows who, um, who her mom was dating during that time frame. Mm-hmm. And Howard's like super kind of like, no, I know. Like, you know, you don't, you know, he's just very like cryptic about the whole thing and doesn't give her any answers. So the next morning she wakes up and the journal's open and Francesca actually ends up seeing the page that she's open to. And on that page, it actually says I'm pregnant in Italian. Sono incinta. Yeah, that one. (laughs) So, and then her mom kind of starts talking about Howard and how Howard, how we, I should say, Mm, um, has kind of really stepped up and, and whatnot. So in her mind at this point, she thinks that Howard is definitely the guy that her mom is talking about where in the, in the book, she goes into it thinking that it's Howard and then slowly is like, Oh wait, this isn't Howard that my mom is talking about. So again, flip-flopping what actually happened. Well, And I don't even know like which, which is worse, right? Like you're going to this trip in the book, knowing Mm -hmm. or assuming that this man is your dad having a really awkward relationship because you don't know the guy yeah. versus you're going to Italy. Then you meet this random guy mm-hmm. and then he's kind of around. He's kind of not around. And yeah. then your mom's talking about like, I don't know. I felt like, uh, either, either situation was a little <laughs> not strange. Great, not <laughs> great. Um, 
So anyways, they end up going, it's her, Francesca and Howard are driving, driving to one of Francesca's quote unquote colleagues house. And in the car, Lena like has this meltdown about Howard or whatnot. And so Francesca and, and Howard kind of understand what she's talking about, but they haven't fully like told her Mm -hmm. much information about it. But anyways, those colleagues end up being Lorenzo's moms, (laughs) which again, we've already been to Lorenzo's house in the book by this point. Yeah. The little gingerbread house. Um, in the book, the the moms aren't lesbians. Like it has, he has a mom and a dad, Mm -hmm. which again, I guess it's, cinema's way of inclusivity which again is fine but like okay whatever right right um and lorenzo is there cooking because he's like trying out these recipes for this audition for this really prestigious cooking school that he's going to um and like then the cute little grandma's there and we end up finding out that grandma has this like world famous gelato that she mm-hmm. makes or whatever and they like lena like awkwardly like helps him like make it and they're like stirring like it's so <laughs> weird like we should also stop down this is like the only this and one other scene is like the only gelato we get in this entire film facts which is in the book we get a lot more gelato well and gelato gel- to gelato is different right the movie mm-hmm. they're they're making pistachio gelato mm-hmm. and in the book they get this really delicious stracciacelli yes um which I bring that up only because that's what I got when we <laughs> went to get gelato while we were reading the book. I got the pistachio mm-hmm. and Hannah got the stracciatelli. Mm-hmm. I think both were good, but yeah. I liked yours. Yours was yeah. like a chocolate and hazelnut. Yeah, it was something really like good. That. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But yeah, but in the book, they go out to these gelaterias mm-hmm. and get all this gelato. And in the movie, it's like this homemade gelato that is so great, I guess. Um, so but as they're like awkwardly stirring the gelato. Oh, and also like grandma's like there's a secret ingredient to to it that I can't tell you about or whatever. Did you guess it right out the gate? Because she was like, you know, what, what's the fifth secret or what's the fifth ingredient? They're like, it's a secret. Like, did you know or do you know what it was? I mean, what is it supposed to be? Love. I mean, sure. Because at one point I he figured says, that's probably at one point was. he says, Gra- Nona, grandma tells me that you'll know when you know. Mm. And that's always how it is with love. <laughs> sure. I just, I thought that was, I cute. That was cute. That's cute. Come on. Uh, I will <laughs> you don't say, have to hate this movie. <laughs> I do hate it though. Um, I will say also like they randomly brought in a lot more Italian dialogue in the movie than mm. there is in the book. In the book, because well, most of the characters are supposed to be full on Italian. Right. Which it was like, I get it. We're in Italy. But like in the book, I thought it was nice. I didn't have to try to read like full sentences. Like I'd be like typing my notes and all of a sudden they'd be t- talking in Italian and I'm looking up having to try to read the subtitles really quickly. It's difficult. <laughs> Anyways. Poor Hannah. I know. So as they're, you know, mixing the gelato, uh, Lorenzo's girlfriend shows up and she like makes this really awkward scene and like starts kissing him. Cause she clearly like thinks she walked in on something in the, in the movie. His girlfriend is like a race car driver, has pink hair with awful bangs, and is like this super edgy girl. And that is not what she is described as in the book at all. I forget what she's described. She's a, like an Icelandic 
supermodel. Oh, supermodel. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's not how they actually meet in the uh, book either. So at one point, as um, Lena's reading her mom's diary, she learns about this club called Space Electronic. And she asks Lorenzo to take her because she wants to like kind of experience what her mom experienced. So they go and the whole group of friends also go. Um, and in the book, the girlfriend, Lorenzo's girlfriend's name is Mimi. And that's where they all meet. She's very cold and like mm -hmm. rude to Lena because she already right off the bat kind of in the, like in the movie knows that there's something going on yeah. between Lorenzo and Lena. She doesn't know what it is, but she's not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so they're now all sitting to dinner down to dinner. And I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop you right there. Cute doggy alert. Did you see uh, all the dogs around in the yard? Yeah. Oh my God. I loved Cute it. Dogs. <laughs> they're like doodles. I think yeah. a lot of them. Um, anyway, so they sit down to dinner and like, randomly they start talking about family or whatever. And then Lena like has this like giant scene about not having a dad and then like calls out thinking that it's Howard. And again, it's just this, awkward, and then she storms off and then she storms off and it's just this <laughs> awkward, like outburst or whatever. Anyways, Howard ends up going to talk to her and he's like, yeah, I'm not your dad. Like surprise, surprise I'm not your dad. And you're actually better off not knowing who your dad is in the just so frustrating because I, I love like the in the book, like she when she figures she figures that out on her own mm -hmm. that Howard is not her dad. Correct. And then she has this like inner struggle of like, oh, God, does Howard think I'm his daughter and I don't want to crush his life right. and like, you know, or whatever. Come to find out Howard knew the whole time. Right. That it wasn't you know, he wasn't her dad, but yeah. in the book, he, so basically she figures it out because like I said earlier, like there's certain things that her mom talks about with X, like the secret bakery and some other places that she asks Howard about and Howard doesn't really know or can't give a straight answer. And then as she's reading, she realizes X is mentioned, but then Howard is mentioned by name yeah. in the diary. So she's like, why would he call, why would she call him X at some points? And then Howard at others. And it clicks. And she's yeah. like, Okay, Howard is not X, which means Howard is not yeah. my dad. <laughs> and it was kind of like this big aha moment in the book. Yeah. And in like in the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not your dad. Sorry. Sorry, about, Sorry it. about it. Anyway, so they end up getting back home. Oh, but we do learn book and movie who her, her dad is by a guy named Matteo. I think it's Fossey. It's or, Fossey in the movie. Yeah. And it's Rossi in Rossi, the book. Yeah. Because, which I'm like, what? Why? I know. Well, and uh, Detective Rossi on Criminal Minds is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and he's okay. Italian. <laughs> um, anyways, maybe that's why they changed it. Maybe. I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, what, what was the point? Anyways. Uh, so they end up getting home that night. Alessandra was actually at her place and is like trying to apologize to her. And then she gets this. She gets this whole like, I don't need no man scene, which... <laughs> Again, it was just so like cliche mm -hmm. of it all, you know, but mm -hmm. whatever. So she ends up Googling um, her real dad, Matteo Fossi, and she like randomly gets on the train and is like, oh, I'm going to go see him. And then Lorenzo just happens to be on the train too, headed to his audition. That's not how it like conspires, not cons transpires, transpires in the book. <laughs> yeah. So. Up until this, at this point, um, Lena has allowed uh, Lorenzo to read her mom's diary just to kind of mm -hmm. keep up with everything that's been going on because he's really been helping her. Yeah. They formed, like you said, a really like close bond, close friendship. So she actually, they decide to go to her mom's old um, photography school to try to see if they can find the, her dad because we know for at least one piece is like he was her professor at one mm -hmm. point. So we know that piece. So they actually go to the school, which actually is in Rome, mm -hmm. whereas in the movie they go from Rome to Florence, <laughs> yeah, which, again, 
too confusing. Um, but yeah, they go there and then they actually ask for Francesca first because they don't know, you know, if he's going to be there. Um, and then they call, like we said, they mm-hmm. call Francesca and she's like, you know, she mentions Matteo and um, they find him online. And again, another aha moment. Yeah. She sees this picture online. She's like, oh my God, I look identical <laughs> right. to this guy. Whereas like you mentioned. It's basically like if you didn't know who your dad was yeah. and you saw a picture of a man, you're like, yeah, that's my dad. Oh, a thousand <laughs> Because you look so much percent. like your dad. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, wow, I don't even know how I could have thought Howard was yeah. my dad. Howard is a six foot, you know, <laughs> giant, giant American and I look Italian yeah. and my dad is clearly Italian. Yeah. So yeah, so there's no, which again was such like a cool relationship between those two. Cause not only are they good friends, he's like, really really helping her out and that's how they become so close so it makes sense you know yeah um, he's not just randomly on this train where he's going to do an audition right it's just so bizarre so anyways on the train ride though she like ends up telling him everything or whatever so he's like kind of getting invested and then he like gives her this like really watery gelato in his bag (laughs) he's like could bring one thing to this audition that was homemade and he brought the gelato but he ends up giving it to her instead like it was just weird. It was And then weird. having to watch her eat it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was just like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So once they get to Florence, though, he's like, I'll show you around a little bit and blah, blah, blah. Like, I have time and, and whatnot. And so he shows her around and he actually does show her a couple of the places that they actually mentioned in the book, which was kind of nice because before they kind of get into this investigative mode, he really has been like her main tour guide mm-hmm. around Florence, you know, with so. the exception of Howard, who's Howard taken her a little bit to too. a couple of places. Yeah. <laughs> really awkward pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is where he also ends up telling her like how him and Alessandro actually used to be really good friends. And then there was one time when, some new kid who actually is like a kid in the book, uh, Marcus. Oh, is it Mar- Marco? Marco. Marco. Uh, who's in the book and is one of their friends. They randomly mention his name in the movie about how like his, they called his mom a derogatory name and Alessandro didn't stand up for him. And then so now they're no longer friends, which I was like, again, like, did, did we, we just, need that? Did we no. Need it? No. You know, whatever. So anyways, they end up parting ways um lena goes to the gallery to see her dad and then lorenzo goes to the audition in the book lorenzo goes with her like basically almost forces her because at one point in the book she's like i'm not going well and again he doesn't have this other like plan to go to audition so he Mm -hmm. goes straight with her um do you want to talk about how it plays out in the book or the movie and then i'll play talk about the movie yeah so in the movie (laughs) in the movie she ends up going to this gallery and while she's there, she's kind of looking around, kind of waiting for him. And she sees a picture of her mom. I don't know if they didn't do a great job of explaining it, but in the book, she also sees a picture of her mom. So I'm assuming that's what yeah. it is. But there's also like a couple other pictures um, in the book, at least of, of her mom as well. So the like assistant ends up coming out or what a receptionist and is like, actually um, Mr. Fossey's really busy right now. He can't see you. If you want to like, leave a message and she's like no like he knows who i am like i'm gonna go in so she ends up barging into his office and she like they like don't even really exchange any words (laughs) he like doesn't even look at her and then she storms out again storms out grabs the picture of her mom and then leaves yes I was like, that is the most awkward. Like you couldn't have said anything. I get it. Like you in the moment, you're not sure what to say, but it's like, 
What was the point of that? It was so ridiculous. Just to show yourself to him? Like, it was very strange. Right. Um, so in the book, uh, like we mentioned, Lena goes with Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. When they first walk into the studio, Lena actually sees a picture of herself mm-hmm. as a baby in her mom's arms. Yeah. Her mom's back is to the camera, so you don't see her. So she knows immediately, like, that's, like, that's my yeah. me and my mom. Um, and then they they ask to talk to Mateo, and he actually does show up. Mm-hmm. He, so he's teaching a class. He comes out of class, and they try to play it up as if, like, they don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo tries asking questions about, like, how do I take class? And he what like do I ends need? up signing up for yeah. like <laughs> for a photography entry, yeah. class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as they're like getting ready to leave, cause she's basically gotten, gotten like cold feet at this mm-hmm. point. Um, uh, her dad is like, uh, you know, if you're interested in um, Hadley Emerson's work, I do have some of her other stuff in this mm-hmm. other room. So they walk to the other room and that's where he shows her the picture of her mom, uh, mm-hmm. which is what we get in the movie. And as they're having this conversation, uh, he's basically like, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? I'm not your dad. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, that's hilarious because yeah, we look identical. <laughs> and he's basically brushes her off, says he's not her dad. Her mom, you know, was a fool in love and fell in love with a professor mm-hmm. and, you know. Like was a liar. Was a liar. Pretended to, you know, to say that I'm your dad when I wasn't. When we all know, like it was, he doesn't say Howard, mm-hmm. but like basically implying that it was Howard and basically brushes her off and just says, you yeah. know, I want Get nothing to here. do with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she like has a full on meltdown after that yeah. in the book. Like she goes out and is like, can't even compose herself. So in the movie now, she just runs out of the gallery, grabs a thing, and then she goes to the train station. Um, we also see in the same time that Lorenzo went to the audition and it like just didn't go well no. or whatever. Well, and like, again, not that it's important, but uh, Lena had told him, like, just be yourself and cook mm-hmm. what you want to cook. And he didn't take her advice and tried yeah. to do something simple and like standard, yeah. which ended up not getting the position. Yeah. So they're now at the train station. They're sitting there by themselves, both kind of upset, but not like distraught as yeah. she was in the book. And they end up like looking at each other and then have this like, quote unquote, passionate kiss. <laughs> and then it's like really nice. And they like sleep on each other's shoulders on the train. That couldn't be more opposite of what happened in the book. Yeah. So in the book, again, yeah, like you said, she's extremely distraught. Um, they're like, you know, she he's trying to console her. And basically they start kissing and then Ren Lorenzo kind of pushes her off of him and she is immediately like oh crap like what am I doing clearly he has Mm -hmm. a boyfriend now she's like you know racking her brain like why did I do this this is so embarrassing and he basically is like this is not the right time and kind of just like you know ends the situation there so it's not this like nice exchange and then they like cuddle each other yeah (laughs) well and what's important in the book I don't know if you're going to mention this but it's like the thing that unfortunately females do all mm-hmm. the time is that when something kind of goes awry, we once start apologizing right. for everything. And then she's like backtracking. She's like, actually, I've never, ever, ever thought mm-hmm. of you yes. at, other than a friend. That's right. I which ends up that. being like the main issue yes. that he has. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, and he like doesn't talk to her the entire train ride home. Like when he drops her off, he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, Whatever. see you never. <laughs> yeah. So, but in the movie, when she, when she drops him off, um, and, and again, it kind of makes a little bit of sense because they're at this point, they're best friends in the book. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't want to mess that up. And now she feels like she's just totally like thrown that away. Right. And he's basically like her really only friend and like, 
confidant right yeah. in the book whereas like in, in the, the movie, movie i'm like you've met this kid twice for right. a couple minutes yeah. right so anyways uh when lorenzo ends up dropping her off um that night from the train station she actually does say she's like oh actually that kiss was a mistake and he's like oh crap like i actually kind of like yeah. it so yeah he still- wants to actually like mm-hmm. explore it and see what would what potentially could happen yeah so anyways she gets home she's like tells howard, howard that she's like leaving monday like she's out of here she's storming out of italy <laughs> so like the good guy Howard is though, and her mom actually had put emergency contacts, <laughs> like press if um, you know, you know, press the panic button basically. Yeah. And that panic button was to call Addie and have Addie come out to Italy, which again, like I said earlier, I thought was gonna happen in the book, so I was kinda happy that it happened in the movie. Yeah. Um <laughs> so but yeah, Howard ends up getting her there, and of course Addie's just like fabulous. And they end up going to a party at a graduation party at Alessandro's house um, that night. And Addie's like, you just need to choose between these two guys. And it's like, at this point in the book, she's not choosing. Like, she She wants Ren, but, like, Ren doesn't want anything to do with her. Right. And, like, honestly, at this point, her, she hasn't really built any sort of a relationship with Thomas, even though he's supposedly the other love Mm -hmm. interest. Yeah. Well, and so in the book, there isn't a graduation party at alessandro's house but there is a some sort of party in the in the book it's a birthday party for one of the girls who has graduated (laughs) yes exactly so and the i was really sad that in the in the movie which i guess we kind of got when she first went to that opera Mm -hmm. um oh yeah because yeah because in the book there's this whole or in the journal her mom talks about you know she went out one night and was wearing the quote-unquote the dress and so in the in the book howard and sonia like drop everything to help her Mm -hmm. you know find the dress so she can get lorenzo back but we didn't get that in the movie in the journal uh she's talking about at this point though um erlina's mom was about how she wished she would have found howard earlier or quote-unquote saw him Mm -hmm. earlier and she ends up like randomly finding in the journal, like a key for a lock that she just then Lena, like goes down to like the bridge river area and randomly finds this lock. Not a chance in hell, not a chance that she even knows where this place is. I'm sure her mom put it in the diary, but like having experienced doing this, Mm -hmm. I did this in Paris. Yeah. Granted they swiped them and replaced because yeah. after a while it gets to be <laughs> too, too much so yeah. they have to remove it's like the it gum right? wall in seattle yeah so like what are the odds that years and years and years and years and years later it just so happens to be that exact spot that right. she was told to go look yeah so <laughs> she, she went there found the finds this lock that on the front has hadley on it which is her mom's first name and on the back of it has howard and it's supposed to be like, it's kind of supposed to be this like aha moment. Like she was actually in love with Howard yeah. and it's like, okay. Like, cool. I, I, I don't know. It was still just like lack. I was like, yeah. I don't know. None of that happens. Well, in the, in, the in this point in the book, right. She's been kind of, you know, thrown by the wayside mm-hmm. by Mateo X, mm-hmm. Lena's father and kind of, you know, gravitates toward Howard. And she actually ends up living with Howard at the cemetery. Yeah. Um, and that's when their kind of relationship blossoms mm-hmm. and blooms a little bit, which yeah. we don't get at all in the movie. Right. So now we're at the party at Alessandro's house and actually not, sorry, not just, uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. uh, I'm just like 
processing this as we're mm-hmm. talking. Are you getting as angry as I am? Kind of. I'm getting <laughs> to that point. What I think would have been absolutely perfect in this scenario to make this movie even mm-hmm. better is to actually get scenes of her mom's experiences right. from the book. Right. How cool would that have been? Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't agree with you when you said make this movie even better. <laughs> You Maybe to I mean. make this movie tolerable, right? <laughs> okay. Anyways, so we're at the graduation party at Alessandro's house, and like she goes up to him, and you almost think that she's choosing him, and then she actually is like, "You need to figure out your life." I'm like, okay, so it's like the <laughs> girl power moment, yeah, or whatever. And so, anyways, she ends up, or and then Lorenzo's girlfriend, the one with the bangs, ends up showing up to the party, and is like. Uh, he actually broke up with me or I broke up with him and he's leaving for Paris for culinary school like right now. And in the meantime, Addie's like on the dance floor Mm -hmm. trying to pick up some hot Italian guys, which I'm like, (laughs) more power to her. You do you. Yeah. So anyway, so then, of course, Lena's like, oh my gosh, I got to go find Lorenzo before he leaves at the airport. So she grabs Addie and they get on the a scooter they steal a scooter from somewhere <laughs> and like make it to make it to the freaking train station or the airport before Lorenzo leaves and she's like talking to him and like you're supposed to believe like okay she's choosing him and going to tell him to stay or whatever no she like makes this like i choose me moment i'm not choosing any guy and i'm like what are we doing here? What are we doing here? This is a freaking love story. Can we just have the love story now? Like, ugh. I didn't mind her like, choose not me. choosing. Choose me. Love me. Pick me. God, do not bring <laughs> Meredith Grey into this, please. She is the most insufferable uh, character on mm-hmm. the planet. Um, I didn't mind her not choosing Alessandro in this scene in the in the movie. Did she need to ride all the way to the train station to tell him to his face absolutely not she could have been like huh he broke up with her okay you know what actually i've decided it's gonna be all about me right have fun in paris yeah why did we have to have this like really awkward i get it like we're supposed to like you know get excited for them potentially to fall in love but like you want that happy ending at that point right and we did not get that we didn't get it yeah but i mean I guess we can talk about it a little bit. Because in the book, we do get the happy ending. <laughs> well, can we talk about... Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Or do you want me to keep bit. going? Well, I was just going to get to the point, like the party point. Because technically, there is a party, like we said. It's this girl's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get We're, to a certain point. Uh, so she actually ends up going to the party with Thomas, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Alessandro. We're talking about the book right now. Yes, this is the book. Sorry. Um, she gets to the party with Thomas. But the whole point, like you mentioned, she's trying to get Lorenzo back. So she's like looking around for him, asking mm-hmm. all the friends if he's there. Um, Elena, one of the main girls, tells him tells her that Lorenzo broke up with Mimi. And she's like, oh, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is there potential, right? So her and Thomas, like, wa- wander off. And at this point, Thomas tries to make a move on her because he's thinking, like, okay, this girl's, like, semi-interested. Like, let me shoot my shot and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> well, she's not about it. No. Um, she basically pushes him off and is like, yeah, um, this is not right. right. Uh, I'm actually, you know, not about this. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, well, that's great. You've been yeah. kind of leading me on, but that's fine. Um, and that's at that exact moment is when Lorenzo sees her and Thomas. Of course. I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I knew that was going to happen the whole time when I was reading this. I was like, Lorenzo's literally watching this happen. <laughs> um, is yeah. that how it always is? Yeah. So anyways, 
in the movie at this point, she now goes home and she ends up finishing her mom's journal. And then when, so the, basically the end of the journal is talking about how she loves Howard and it never really fully explains in the movie about her leaving and what happens Mm -hmm. and why she left Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. It just is like, okay, the journal ends and Howard loved my mom or my mom loved Howard and she decided to stay another year. Like it was just like weird. Right. Yeah. Like there's no like fully ending and no explanation on how she ended up just leaving. Right. Where we did get that explanation in the book. Correct. So in the book, the diary basically ends with her mom kind of being like, okay, Mateo wants nothing to do with me. I'm absolutely in love with Howard. Um, however, for the sake of my child, I need to get the heck out of Italy because in Italy, the dad has control over mm-hmm. the child, no matter what. Right. So if he wanted to, at some point, come and say, hey, that's my mm-hmm. kid, he could essentially take Lena away from her. Right. So that's one piece. The second piece of it is I'm in love with Howard, but I can't let this man forsake his future and his career mm-hmm. and his whatever for me right. because of my situation. Mm-hmm. So for both of these reasons, I need to get out and I need to go back to the yeah. U.S., which is what she does. But Howard doesn't know that. Correct. <laughs> Howard thing in the book, Howard at one point, um, Mateo reached back out, remember? Mm, reached back, back out <clears throat> to Hadley and was like, I made a mistake. I want to see you yeah. or whatever. So she leaves Howard and that's the last time Howard sees her. So Howard is he under the impression she chose him. Yes. Yeah. Which she didn't. She right. ended up kind of having her, I'm choosing me moment, I guess. In the, for good reasons. For though. good reasons. Right. So it's now been 16 years. Howard thinks that she left for another man and that's not actually the reason why. Again, the, the whole I made the wrong choice thing now makes a lot of sense. And at that point in the book is where Lena realizes this journal wasn't meant for me. Howard was supposed to be reading this, not right. me. So Sonia accidentally giving it mm-hmm. to Lena actually set off a whole series of events that, you know, took right. place. Um, I guess now is the time, the best time or ev- than ever to in the mo- or in the um, what you call it, the book mm-hmm. <laughs> about the ending for Lorenzo and, and uh, Lena. Yeah. So last we left them off, uh, <laughs> Lorenzo kind of walked into Thomas and, and Lena having their moment. Um, basically, he's like, well, this solidifies the fact that you're clearly not into me. Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned at the train station, she was like, I never, ever, ever, ever saw you as anything right. more than a friend. So he's thinking, I broke up with Mimi. Mm-hmm. I think even before they went on yeah. their trip thinking that, you know, something might happen. happen. But because she said that, he basically, Mm -hmm. you know, um, wrote her off. Uh, But Lena does kind of tell her how she feels, like explains, like, you're my best friend. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's you that I want to choose. Like, you're the one I want to be with. Um, And then they get into, like, a argument Mm -hmm. and, like, storm off from each other. Right. And later that night, um, she's in her room and she she hears coins being tossed into into (laughs) her window. And she's like, what the heck? Uh, And it ends up being Lorenzo. Um, He tells her that he found the secret bakery that Mm -hmm. her mom had found in Mm -hmm. her diary. He brought her some cornettas, which are just the pastries, um, you know, to make her feel better. And then at that point, they kind of tell each other that they do. In fact, not only are they do they like each other, but they love 
love they each love other. They love each other. And yeah. Um, and I mean, I can tell you kind of how mm-hmm. the book ends, I guess. Um, they basically end up deciding that they want to stay together. Mm-hmm. And she does. She does eventually decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay in Italy yeah. and finish high school. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Italy. Well, so. and before all that, before she went to bed that night, her and Howard had made a uh, pros and con list right, about, right, about whether or not she should stay. Yeah. Yeah. So Lorenzo like tipped the scale yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's just a really sweet ending and it's what you wanted and you felt good mm-hmm. after it, after it. And that's why I was like, okay, we're going to get more Lena and Lorenzo in the next book. And then we don't. So I'm really so sad. sad. So anyway, so <laughs> the ending of the movie. So she ends up going and talks to Howard and, you know, tells him, you know, you need to read this journal. And she d- she ends up telling him that, you know, she decided that she's going to defer her acceptance to MIT for another year. Mm-hmm. And she wants to stay and, and explore. And this does happen in the book um, where her and Howard kind of have this moment of, but it makes more sense in the, in the book, yeah. at least, where he's like, you know, I'm not your real dad, but I'd really like it if... I could be like your adoptive dad where in the, in the book it's like ends up being super cute because they've built this father daughter relationship right. and it makes sense. Well, and she's already staying with him and everything in the movie. I'm like, this guy's been in, in like two scenes. Like I'd be like, no, <laughs> like Who are you, you cannot be yeah. my adoptive dad, like whatever. So, but anyways, we then flash forward uh, to a year later and we see Lena with like this new, like Bob. What haircut. is that hair? <laughs> honestly what is that it was not good not cute and she's like taking pictures with her mom's camera and yada yada and then she's like outside the secret bakery that she had went to and they find out that it or she sees that it's closed and which again none of this happens in the book and of course as she's standing there lorenzo rides up he looks kind of okay he looks okay a little bit better not as dorky like he seemed a little bit more confident as well (laughs) um and he ends up you know telling her that he actually bought that bakery because greta had retired so that's his gonna be his new spot Mm -hmm. and then he ends up asking he ends up asking lena if she wants to go to dinner with his family and she's like but not you no know, i guess we have to take my scooter or something stupid like that well he's like he's like we do have to take my scooter and she's like uh, no, no we'll take my scooter. right <laughs> and then they like ride off into the country and then she ends up being going like i found out what the secret ingredient to the gelato is and then th- that's the end of the movie <laughs> they don't even like say it <laughs> but doesn't that like feel like it's open-ended yeah, I mean, it was one of those things like, okay, cool, then I, they probably got together and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, I didn't, if I had just watched this movie, I'm like, I never want to see this couple again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but in the book, I'm like, no, I need more. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like that situation of, um, what's that show? Uh, oh, my God. I'm blanking on the show. Ah, uh, The one that, like, every episode is a different episode. You know what I'm talking about? like really weird like black mirror yes thank you black mirror where like certain episodes you're like i want to know more i want to know what happens and then other ones you're like yeah i could never if i never see them again i'm I'm good um but again it feels a little open-ended could they probably end it there yes i'm curious to see if they'll actually if they do end up doing Mm -hmm. the other two other ones if they're just gonna continue this story and like forget the books because i mean they basically Mm -hmm. said forget the book in this case honestly i think this is the first one at least in a long time where i can 
I can honestly say that this movie did not stay true to the book. Correct. Other than an American being in Italy. And it's right. so frustrating. Right. So, and I hated it. So obviously I'm picking the book. <laughs> <laughs> I am also picking the book. It's interesting because you did book first and then mm-hmm. movie, right? I watched the movie first and then I read mm-hmm. the book, um, which I feel like I kind of won in that situation because I went mm-hmm. kind of low expectation to an extremely good yeah. book. And then you went kind of opposite. Um, but yeah, I loved this book. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. It so ideal and perfect for summer. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a book to read, this is the one. I mean, I guess if you yeah. if you're listening, you probably either have read it or watched the movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's so cute. I'm really devastated that the other two books are not about this. I know. Couple. But I've <laughs> but it's. I feel like at least it, I'm like okay. I'm, I'm gonna. There's gonna be another couple that I'm like gonna. Hopefully you like them just into. as much. I hope so. We'll find out. <laughs> On and honestly, my mom uh, listens to every episode and probably. 50% of them she actually has read. So oh, at okay. least one person Well, then maybe there. you haven't read or, you know, watched this. But you should. You should definitely yes. read the book. The movie you can definitely do without. Definitely just pass on yeah. the movie. <laughs> All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boovie Girls. You can also email us at theboviegirls at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. If you want to sign up for our bonus content, including our movie serials, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls to sign up what are we doing next week well i feel like we're setting ourselves up for failure again uh it's another is it netflix yep it's another Netflix original uh it's called the weekend away and it's starring is it Leighton Meester Meester, Mm -hmm. who at least it's a known known person yeah but i feel like i've heard that it's not very good well i saw the uh, i think the um uh trailer no what is what what is the rating system you use rotten tomatoes. thank you rotten tomatoes i think was a pretty on par with this one it's supposed to be some <laughs> so. sort of like mystery yeah so we'll see we'll see well i mean it's at least the bar is low true so it's a very good point yeah, so we'll see all right thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye